Hello, Kim Dunn here, if you don't know me. I'm a psychologist, I'm a mum, I'm a big believer in self-care that you can do easily. Uh, I'm a big believer that self-care isn't all about spa days and expensive holidays because, let's face it, a lot of us can't afford that, either time-wise or money-wise. So it's about every day-to-day self-care tips that are going to make a real difference in how you live. And self-care, it's all about looking after your physical and mental health. It's about sticking, stepping up and taking responsibility. It's not always a, an easy thing to do. And today's topic, which is about alcohol and self-care, isn't always a topic to talk, an easy topic to talk about. I'm just going to be scratching the surface on this today. Um, one of the reasons I chose it is because I, you know, it's the festive season, and basically nearly everywhere you go, there's alcohol. So self-disclosure in our house, we don't really do alcohol. We've had alcohol-free 18ths, which, and I've had two two kids survive alcohol-free. 18th um, and this is a personal choice and it's a choice based on lots of different things which I'm not going to go into again today. I could probably do a, a 10 vlog series on, on alcohol um, quite easily but this is about alcohol and self-care and self-care in the terms of connections so not in terms of physical health or um, even emotional health but in terms of making connections. I sometimes refer back to the Brene Brown quote on connections in which she says it's all about feeling seen, heard and valued. And to be seen, heard and valued for who you are, alcohol can kind of get in the way whether you're the person drinking it or you're the person on the receiving end of someone who's been drinking. Um, and I'm not even talking about alcohol-fueled violence. But one thing that alcohol does do is release inhibitions. And, you know, if you're at a social occasion and you're meeting someone for the first time and their inhibitions are a little bit down, it really confuses the connections. It can make the person feel like perhaps they're entitled to... Um, feel more connected than what they are. You know, it might be they just start start touching you. you no, know, just on the body, but you know, they're invading your personal space. And I've certainly had that happen. And if you've had that happen, hands up. Um and by the same token, if you've been drinking, it's quite some people find it quite easy to get over overly affectionate and physical with other people around them. So it's creating a real false sense of connectedness. It also can make us quite illogical or irrational in our conversation or our arguments or debates, you know, discussions. So how can you truly feel heard if the person you're trying to talk to is coming from a space of irrationality? Or if you've been drinking, how can you come across to be heard if you're not really quite sure what you're saying? So it's all about creating real connections and alcohol really gets in the way of connections, which are a crucial part of self-care. 
And in fact, when we have these experiences with these alcohol-induced connections, fake connections, it can leave us feeling even more lonely the next day. It can leave us feeling more disconnected and undervalued and unappreciated, less seen, less heard for who, who we truly are. So if you're going to be drinking, and you know, God knows, I mean, most of most of you are who are going to be watching this, and that's okay. Don't confuse connections, all right? Don't confuse alcohol connections with real connections that matter and that serve your soul. The alcohol ones don't. On a side note, I remember when I was breastfeeding and pretty stressed and anxious, and my pediatrician gave me the advice that um, I should try drinking a glass of wine to help me relax, that it wouldn't affect the baby, and that's what I should do. I'd love to think we've come a long way from when doctors and GPs provide recommend alcohol as a stress reduction. I do know I'm not the only mum that that's happened to and that's been given as an option and the main option. So isn't it interesting? There is a school of thought out there that alcohol is great for self-care. People use it when they're socially anxious to help them relax. Just as well as psychologists, we can offer other options to help people relax. You don't need to drink. Social anxiety is a huge problem for people. If it's a problem for you and you'd like some alternatives other than alcohol, we can help. I mean, I can help or a local site can help you. Um, it's an area that we really, really do have a lot of expertise in and I implore on you if you're turning to alcohol because of anxiety to help you feel that connectedness please look at other options because it really isn't going to work okay not for most of us anyway okay i'm going to leave that alcohol piece here today but i think i'll pick it up again on another thread if you have questions around alcohol alcohol use alcohol in teenagers social anxiety connections and self-care all those things just you know you can private message me more than happy to receive those questions that way you can comment below um, whichever way you can carry a pigeon me however works for you um, use it okay that's what I'm here to help you with your self-care and improve your well-being for you and for your whole family all right I will leave it there now if you are listening to this or watching this I'd love it if you could share, leave a comment, leave a review. It's all really appreciated. It helps um, helps me find other people like you who are interested in what we're interested in. Okay, bye for now. Have a great day.